Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Party Invite Show. I'm your host, Tegan. Uh, this is our, our 79th episode, uh, the, the 79th of them all, you know? Uh, I am joined today by Chris over here. Oh. Sovereign Sid over here. Vilos over here. That's me. The four of us are Party Invite Show. We, uh... Our only part of the community, though, we have a wonderful community of people who play together, discuss games, and just enjoy anything uh, gaming-related. You can find uh, all of our content and all that stuff through our website at partyinvite.games, uh, because uh, we would love to have you. We talk about a lot of games. We guarantee that we can find you somebody for multiplayer. Um, and all on our website, Vilos um, also writes blogs, which uh, I usually plug at the end of the show, but I want to plug now, because, uh, man. Recommendations out the wazoo. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we've talked about a lot of indie games in the community this week. Uh, we've got a couple up here. I'm excited to hear uh, what you're going to talk about, Vilos. Uh, but we, here on the Party Invite Show, bring you a show in two parts. We have the podcast segment, which begins now, followed by the game stream. Uh, but today we're extra complicated. Uh, in addition to the drop, which is our newsy bits, and what we've been playing, where we each talk about... Uh, everything since last week that we've touched. Uh, our game stream this week will actually be two games. We're going to finish up Shredder's Revenge from uh, the Subathon a few weeks ago. We only have a couple levels of that, so that should go by quick. And then after that, uh, Vilos and Chris are going to play... Uh, I almost said the wrong one. They are going to play Escape Academy. Not Ape Escape Academy, just Escape Academy. Right. Uh, an escape room game. Uh, that I'm really excited to see. It's a co-op game. We're going to be watching Vilos' perspective, so stick around for that. Uh, but let's limber ourselves up a little bit. Let's start with the drop. The drop this week is uh, it's all the, the newsy bits, our favorite things out of the news that we wanted to talk about. It's not comprehensive. It's not a deep dive. It's just a short little look at the things that we care about and that got us excited. Uh, so... Who do we start with here? Uh, you know what? I'll start with one because we just talked about indie games. The only thing I've got on my list is an indie game that I just discovered. It doesn't come out until November, but it is called Ship of Fools. One mm. of you guys shared this, I think. It's murky. Uh, but someone Sounds in like our... a you game, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, certainly somebody in our community did, so I wanted to mention it here. Ship of Fools is very similar to... Um, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. It is a co-op-centric game. It is an only co-op. There's no single player. And in this one, it is a roguelike. So the interesting thing about that is most roguelikes uh, that have co-op, co-op is the secondary thing. Um, even in Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, I think technically you could consider that a roguelike, but barely. Not, yeah, not really. It's much more co-op much less roguelike. Well, this is both of those things. The whole point is that you have a ship that you're sailing the, the deadly seas on with your crew of up to four, and uh, you maybe steer the ship. It's unclear, but you certainly uh, man the cannons to shoot enemies all around you, uh, not the least of which is a laser-shooting crab of some sort <laughs> that was Hell clearly yeah. uh, a boss. Um, but that that one looked really cool. Uh, actually, you know what? I had a video here for it. Let's see if this will play real quick. You got this. I got this. Thank you. Um, but that is uh, that is Ship of Fools. That's going to come out uh, November 22nd of this year. 
Yeah, I'm excited for that. That looks really cool. Um, I now that I'm thinking about it, there was another co-op game that was just announced that looks very cool as well. And now I need to find it. By the people that did Owlboy. I just shared it the other day. Yes. Uh, Vikings on Vikings on trampolines. I uh-huh. think. Yes. Uh, I could pull up. Uh, if you wanted to talk about that, I could find a trailer while while you're speaking. But uh, yeah. lots of yeah. indies this week. I, You know, we've been working on our backlogs. We're looking forward to things that are coming out later this year. Um, and then we've had a lot of, like, Nintendo news. I mean, I know Pokemon and uh, Splatoon have been talked about a whole lot here as well as multiverses which we will talk a little bit more about um but this week i've just seen a lot of indie news either people being excited or things being announced for the first time and uh it's exciting so i i'm it, i haven't played uh i don't know i haven't like do- dove into indie news here in a little while so it's fun to have just a good refresher all at once uh, there's another game called Overloop that I'll probably talk about next week because it releases next week. Uh, never heard of it before, but it it has like cool pixel art as well. It's not as uh, pristine as Owlboy and the uh, Vikings on trampolines, but it's it's more grimy, like Carrion. Uh, it's got a lot of death in it, but that's Overloop, and I'll talk about that next week. Yeah, that Vikings on trampolines. I dropped a uh, a uh, link in there, Thomas. It should be just called Vikings. Uh, yes, sir. Um, but uh, yeah, it's made by the people that made Owlboy. Um, it looks like insane, uh, insanely cool pixel art. Um, it looks like an old arcade game that you would be like, man, I want to play that with a bunch of friends. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to oh, yeah. be at the four-player cabinet playing that with friends. Um, and uh, yeah, Owlboy was very cool. I never finished it because that game is difficult. Yeah, um, so I heard. But Owlboy... Owlboy is very cool. Um, so I'm excited for uh, Vikings with trampolines oh. and the fact that it's co-op. The more the more co-op-y things we can get, I'm I'm here for it. Especially mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, like um, indie, like uh, really fun pixel art graphics stuff. Like, give me more of that. Um, uh, I really liked uh, Children of Morta, which was a multiplayer kind of like dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. Or like a co-opy uh, thing that you could do, um, but it, this is it just like... feels like it's supposed to be couch co-op. Even if you just play yeah. it online, you know, it feels like couch co-op. Yes, uh, and it just looks fun. Uh, you're constantly bouncing, which is just sounds silly and ridiculous, and like a great time. The levels think... are amazing. Yeah, the yeah. artwork is crazy. Um, which I mean, they were known for when they were doing uh, uh, uh. Owlboy and stuff, but uh, looks like there's there's mini games and it's all of the things you want in a co-op game. True um, so, uh, man, excited to uh, to check that oh. out when it when it finally drops. But um, co-op games, they're coming back. Yeah, full full swing. Uh, let's this see. This has so... very like uh, heave ho energy. Yeah, like that same yeah. kind of chaos that you get from like heave ho. Yeah. Uh, do we have the release date on that by chance? Uh, let's see. I mean, the the debut trailer just came out like two days ago, so I would be surprised if I clicked around if I did find a release date. Honestly, they'd be smarter if they just didn't tell us until <laughs> if they're ready. Um, but that looks great. Uh, it like just you says s- soon. Cool. Yeah, it said DM. the end of that said uh, wish list on Steam. So yeah, coming soon to him. Uh, 
that looks cool. Owlboy, for anybody who doesn't know, if for yeah, did I say that right? For anybody yeah. who doesn't know, um, Owlboy is a pretty difficult, beautiful pixel art game. Um, I would compare the level of quality of pixel art to uh, the Ori games. They're completely different art styles, but the quality of environments and the difficulty are very similar to each other. Um, Ori might be harder, but I'm not sure. I haven't played either one uh, myself, but definitely not something to sleep on. Uh, so that's that's Owlboy I'm talking about, uh, and Vikings on Trampolines is what Chris was just talking about. Same uh, same creators. So that's exciting. Add it to the yep. list of indies. Uh, who do we on Game What'd you say? I said, will it be on Game Pass? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it'll be on your Steam Deck, probably. Hey. Uh, think about that. Yeah. Have you have you tried, or do you know, know I guess it's the important thing, if there are any limitations to playing co-op games like that on the Steam Deck versus just playing on your PC? I haven't heard anything as, about that. As far as I have experienced, co-op is just... Um... It's the same experience as playing on a computer. Like I haven't had any cross-platform like discrepancies or anything like that, trying to connect with anybody or anything like that. So uh, the only real like drawback to having a Steam Deck is it's contingent on your internet connection. So for instance, I can't play multiplayer games at work at the mall because we got you know crappy internet at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. if I wanted to play something, if I wanted to like get out of my office, which is a new office now, by the way, I'm still sitting in that. But if I wanted to get out of my office and, um, you know, play something from my Steam catalog, like on the couch or something, then um, it'll go off of my internet, which is, you know, pretty good for Wi-Fi. Um, and I'd still get, like, the same quality experience. Mm -hmm. uh, well, let's see. Uh, Chris and, and uh, Sav, both of you have uh, stuff that, that uh, we're going to talk about and what we've been playing. So let's, Sav, let's start with you. You can, uh, do you want to talk about the twitch changes uh yeah sure so um one of the previous podcasts i don't know if it was last week's but it was uh it was pretty recently i mentioned that i was going to twitchcon um which is super duper exciting i got tickets uh day one after they went on sale because like you got to if you want to go <laughs> yeah. uh but a lot of people were kind of like hesitant about going just because their health policy was amiss you know they weren't man mandating masks or proof of vaccination or whatever um, well, they've since changed that, like I knew they would. So, um, they have changed it so that you have to either provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within, I think, 72 hours is the time frame. Um, and then also all indoor spaces will be required to be wearing masks. So there's a mask mandate for oh, indoor really? spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, so outdoor spaces, uh, you're fine to not have a mask. So like the Twitch party, which I think, I guess takes place outdoors. Um, and all of the outdoor like activities and, and food spaces and stuff, you don't need one. But indoor spaces for panels and, and all that whatnot, um, anytime you're indoors, you have to have a mask on, which is great, honestly. Like, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that conventions should be doing if they're happening at all, you know, because we want everybody to be safe and, you know, not get COVID and be immunocompromised and die. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really, really happy that they changed it. I knew they would which is why I got my ticket when I did, because I didn't want to scramble last minute for a ticket. And um, naturally, it disappointed some of the internet, you know, those people. Um, but you know what? If you don't like it, don't come. Be sick somewhere else. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I was, I was talking to Discord uh, a couple weeks ago. I went to a concert um, 
at this big arena and it was a sold out show. And the last time I went, the only other time I've been to that arena, we're actually going again this weekend, uh, was for a, another pretty big concert. It was just after the mask mandate had been lifted. So we went to the show. We weren't really close. To, well, whatever the details don't matter. We went to the show and I didn't wear a mask and I immediately got sick. I had a sore throat for like a week and a half and it was miserable. Uh, cause I remember it was difficult to even podcast like, yeah, that was not fun. So this time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take my mask with me. And at least when I walk around, when I'm near everybody, I'll wear one. Well, I haven't worn a mask now for like many months and it was hot. It was in the middle of our heat wave. So I put it on and I was like, Oh, I cannot wear this. It is too hot. This mask I have is too hot. Um, so I was looking around for recommendations for nerdy masks that are a little less uh, uh, claustrophobic. That's not the right word. But, um, you know, when I was wearing masks all the time, no problem. But now that I haven't worn one in a while, being in a hot environment was tough. Uh, so I got to find something. I've, I've got to find a, a suggestion. So if anybody out there has one, um, you know, drop it in our community somewhere. Because I'd love to have something nerdy to, you know, rep my uh nerd side you know but still be able to breathe when i'm inside because this might be actually perfect for you then i'm not sure when the next time they're going to have them available but the razor zephyr it's got plenty of like breathing face space and it's razor so you know it's going to have that black and green aesthetic and rgb for no reason but it'll be perfect for you because you're going to be in music festivals wearing it and stuff so yeah and i'm i'm almost more care about looking good because it's an accessory you know so if it doesn't, if it keeps me from getting sick, great. <laughs> um, but I would be interested in that. Also, Vilas, did you make up that link? Did you just? <laughs> yes, it's not real. <laughs> oh internet law, you can't do that. Oh, well, that's on, that's on TV. It, it actually didn't go anywhere, so that that's the the best part. That's Ooh, funny. Let's claim that. Vilas is over here dropping <laughs> fake URLs in chat. Usually, he's the guy who's like, "All right, let's not get any, you know, let's not get anybody sick by sending them somewhere online with where there's a virus, you know." Um, but um, anyway, yeah, that's uh, all I have on that. Um, yeah, tickets are still on sale. If you want to grab any, go to the appropriate website. I just, I just googled Twitch about tickets, y'all. Like, <laughs> so um, I'm 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 sure it's like Twitch, you know, dot com. The the party one I just looked at it was like either two twenty nine or two ninety nine. Uh, two twenty nine is the price the, that I got. I'm not sure if they've package, risen, though. but it was uh two twenty nine, and that comes with everything. And then including the party pass. You're basically paying $100 for the party pass because the next one below that is $129. At first, yeah. I thought you were just saying that was the price for the Razor mask. I was like, yo, that's, I could buy it. A... No, the Razor mask is $100, <laughs> I think. As long as I it's think. comfortable. Well, that's funny. Um, yeah, it's expensive for sure, though. Yeah, but it's versatile. You can actually put it in <laughs> your computer and it works as a hard drive. Um, <laughs> you know, I would expect Razor to do that shit. That would be cool, right? If you had like a little solid state in there, as long as it wasn't going to get broken. <laughs> Um, it's like having a, it's the extreme version, the unnecessary version of having a, a USB stick on your keychain. Right. Yeah. Huh? Uh, anyway. So it's yeah. <laughs> so that is the Twitch policy. That's, uh, yeah, you were right. You called it that they would change it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm good like on you. Right. <laughs> I have a whole hashtag about it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then, uh, I think, Carl, uh, Vilas, do we want to bounce back to you on sure literally any of this stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've got a bunch of little things here but uh, i can do them all in a very timely fashion once i'm focused up here uh, 
once your uh, yeah, like once that. your camera comes back, yeah. All right, so uh, two minor delays that really aren't delays because both games didn't have official dates, but both were like vaguely twenty twenty two. Metal Slug Tactics and Planet of Lana, two games I have been looking forward to for a lo- long time now, but uh, Planet of Lana never even hinted at a date until like a few weeks ago on twitter they're just like putting 2022 hashtags and it's like don't do that Uh uh-huh and they officially they officially had a a little press release even though it's totally unnecessary since they didn't make it official but uh most likely spring to second quarter for planet of lana uh and the same goes for metal slug tactics but uh i kind of trust the indie a little bit more on this particular one um because Metal Slug, they announced it, and they're like, well, you wanted it, so we're starting it. <laughs> and I don't think it was very far into the, the process when they announced that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always wonder when something like that happens, if all, all of their beginning resources go to not actually making the game, but just making a promo video, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Uh, and then we got uh, Wave Race 64 on Nintendo Switch Online, baby. Oh, yeah. I haven't uh, haven't jumped on it yet, but I really can't wait to. That's that's one of those sixty four classics that's just like play it anytime, play it for five minutes, play it for thirty minutes, doesn't matter. I don't know anything anytime. really about the game, but I saw uh, a headline that said the best part of this coming, you know, being more available is the soundtrack. So I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> a racing yeah. game with a good soundtrack checks out. Yeah, that's how I'm excited about. Uh... The possibility of Extreme G coming too, because Wave Race sixty four like the one that was just like recent game, cool soundtrack, and then Extreme G we just like took it to the extreme. You know, I still mm-hmm. listen to that soundtrack today. <laughs> I'm a Hydro Thunder kind of person, but I get yeah. why people like Wave Race. <laughs> well, then you should totally come by the arcade because we got it. Oh, Ooh. hell yeah! Race, Hydro race, Thunder. race. <laughs> um, we we also got uh, Roller Domes released today. Uh, that was that nifty little. Uh, Mad Max meets Jet Set Radio Future looking game. Uh, super indie that we've been looking forward to. Uh, I am checking that out on Friday for sure. I have to buy that sucker. Which one is that? Uh, roller Drum. Roller Drum. Yeah, it's the... Um... It's, like if, it's like if Roller Champions had like a PvP and guns. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. single player and guns. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, it's like Tony Hawk with, with uh, and like Cell Shaded and it looks cool. Cool. People said it was fun from the people that previewed it. Yeah, and I think review embargo went up today, so uh, hey, yep. they're they're getting out there. I haven't looked up the reviews yet, but I know it's going to be at least very fun. Um, did anybody want to take my last news bit there? Well, sure. Or... The uh, graphic here. Yes. Uh, then yes, I will. Vilos. Uh, dropped this wonderful top 10 uh, sellers for Steam for this week, for the past week. And uh, listing from top to bottom, we have uh, number one is the Steam Deck. Um, It's funny to me every once in a while, I'll see some snarky internet people uh, cracking jokes about the Steam Deck not selling well. And their uh, example of why that's true is that none of their friends are playing it, which is a really stupid way to gather information on a large scale. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, that seems to be doing very well. And we did see recently, I think we talked about it on here, that Steam yep. Deck sales are ahead of schedule 
Um, so anybody who pre-ordered it should see that uh, sooner rather than later. So Steam Deck's at the top. Uh, number two and three are two different versions of Spider-Man Remastered. Uh, so a lot of people are playing that game. I've seen some funny things that included uh, mods for it where you could play as different characters, not the least of which was Stan Lee as Spider-Man. <laughs> the yeah. Kingpin one's pretty funny too because the Kingpin's body model just does not fit. Oh Peter my Parker. goodness. <laughs> it's great. He's like all hunched and squished into this little thing. Right, it's, his like shoulders are like above him because his head is mm-hmm. or his, mm-hmm. he's so massive. <laughs> uh, number four and number six are both Cult of the Lamb, two different versions of that game. So a lot of people playing that game. That's very exciting. Of course, it's a Devolver joint, but it is technically an indie game. Um, we're going to talk about that uh, later, but that game is super cool. Uh, a little laugh that Vilas and I had on Twitter was that uh, a streamer friend of ours was asking... He was like, yo, can somebody tell me, did I miss the memo? Why are so many Twitch streamers talking about starting a cult this week? <laughs> and I was like, well, oh I hope that it's because Cult of the Lamb just released. That's exactly what it is. But the alternate universe of people using Twitch to spread their cult is really funny. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to evangelize. And it could still be happening. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not rule it out. I uh, mean, Jared Leto was standing, you know. Man. Um, you know, I mean, if, if, uh, current world culture is a lot like 50 years ago, then, Hey, we're ripe for, ripe for the Colton, you know, <laughs> uh, number five, we have the farthest frontier, which I actually don't know anything about. Do you guys? I do only because, um, Vinny Caravella talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> On uh, on Next Lander podcast, it sounds like it is very um, Age of Empires-y cool. kind of deal. Um, but yeah. Uh, we got Two Point Campus behind that, which just released. Two Point Camp or Two Point has a bunch of games. Two Point Hospital, Two Point Insert Building here. Um, <laughs> that uh, I didn't. I actually thought Two Point Campus was a game from years ago, which goes to show that I don't know a lot about it, uh, but that that franchise is alive and well. It's kind of similar to like Roller Coaster Tycoon or, you know, Blankety Blank Tycoon, you know, uh, do much of stuff to build your own little empire. It's goofy. It's a little goofier than that. Uh, you get to do more like goofy things, but it is uh, it's it's actually kind of simsy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, At In least Two Point Hospital, are... you can actually play as the Sonic game, you know, being, <laughs> being doctors. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, behind that, we've got Stray. Uh, plenty of people are still playing. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, I mean, that game's only like 10 hours long, right? So I'm sure it's just going to crawl down this list as everybody beats it. Uh, but number nine, this one surprised me, is Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, still up. There's still a lot of people playing that. Uh, what a funny game that it took forever for them to release it, and people are just going to be playing it forever as well. <laughs> uh, yes. That game fucking rules uh i know it had its problems but uh that game is fucking awesome like when people finally get to like sit down and play it like because i know a lot of people are like i'm just waiting i'm waiting forever until everything's cool <laughs> waiting for it to be good it's like bro, yeah. just um, <laughs> do it. take your yeah, ball and I, go home <laughs> i played it on i played it on pc during the midst of all the bad stuff and i i think the game maybe crashed once on me I didn't like have any problems really with it. Dude, uh, I played it on an Xbox One X. Like, 
<laughs> and it was beautiful. It was fine. Yeah. Right. It was real good. <laughs> best, best I didn't say I played it on a Wii U or anything, but. Best Fallout game that has ever been made. <laughs> and then uh, number 10, last on this list, is Guilty Gear Strive. So, uh, man, a ton of people are playing on. Uh, when I think of fighting games, I just always think of PlayStation. So that still surprises me to see. What? A fighting That's game, fair, actually. So Guilty far, Gear Strive is blowing up right now because it was so big at Evo. Uh, it was like one of the most um, well, entered uh, uh, things this year. It's yeah. still a pretty, pretty big fighting game in its own right. Like it yeah. competes. It's it's probably not on the same level as Street Fighter, but it handily competes with Tekken. Yeah. Um, as far as the, as fighting games go, like popularity wise, mm-hmm. um, people are really, really into it right now because they just released um, a fan favorite character, Bridget. Um, who is like a yo-yo trickster zoner user? Yeah, she uses uh, booty bump. She's got a booty. <laughs> All of these adjectives, uh, man. Uh, it is a new a language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the biggest thing about Bridget is that uh, she was actually just confirmed to be a trans character. Oh. Um, and in Bridget's lore, uh, Bridget was raised to be a daughter because uh, they were born twin sons. And in the lore of the game, uh, having twin sons is like a big giant misfortune and your family's going to befall like the greatest evil and all that whatnot. And Everybody like, knows. To, like, the, yeah, yeah. And so they were just like, okay, we're just going to mention his daughter so that people don't know that we're cursed. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, but he always said it, had identified as male at that time. Well, if you, if, I don't think this is a spoiler because it's just like a little character arc ending or whatever. But if you complete Bridget's story, um, you know, she's just like, you know, I, this is who I am now, you know, just whatever. So, yeah, that's like the big thing about uh, Bridget right now. It's kind of thrown the internet in kind of a tizzy because on the one hand, people are like, Woo, you know, new trans representation. But then on the other hand, um, people who are like non-binary or, you know, um, demi-mask presenting or anything like that, they're just like, oh, well, I mean, okay. You know, it's it's kind of a a whirlwind right now. But after it settles, I think everybody's just going to be happy um, for the... I'm as if- if you've never watched footage of Guilty Gear Strive, do that because it is real uh, pretty. Well, I don't know anything about Strive, but Guilty Gear is a very pretty game. Yeah, Strive is just the newest, the newest one, um, and it is it's insane looking. Um, it's it's um, there's a I reason mean, it's like popular. Games like Blaze Blue or you know Persona Arena, anything like that. Right. Much. Yeah. Blaze but... Blue is the one that I've thought about trying uh because they had it had like a whole rpg mechanic and storyline where it seemed like i would actually be able to wrap my head around it but every fighting game of this ilk that i get into the menus automatically make me go nope because the menus are so insane it's like what am i supposed to be doing why is it actually notorious for that when it was in um when stripe was in beta and people had like the online lobby system they were just like "Ah, all this chief It's crazy, but it, the game looks fantastic, and you know a lot of people are hyped about it because of the Bridget stuff, and the uh, it had a really good showing at Evo. It did. Um, like uh, most, uh, I think from, from I can't remember where I heard this, but it, I was listening to a lot of podcasts about Evo lately, um, and uh, or you know gaming podcasts that were talking about Evo. Um, I think they said that it had the most amount of Americans ever in like a tournament. Like 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 the denomination of like Americans to the rest of the field was like way higher. It was like a record number in Guilty Gear Strive. 
Um, and I'm not sure the exact reasoning for that, but like, I just remember everybody, you know, talking that Strive had a really great showing at Evo. People were really excited about it. So, heck yeah. But there's another fighting game of sorts that uh, you've had your eye on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Uh, yes. Uh, so um, the day after our podcast last time, um, August 10th, uh, August 11th, Rumbleverse came out, um, which is a uh, uh, tying it into my my wrestling ness, my wrestling background or my my job. Anyway, um, uh, it is a Fortnite looking ass. Like, <laughs> no, that's Fortnite. enough said. I, I think everybody. Uh, that's enough. Anyway, so that's Rumbleverse. It. it is a Fortnite looking ass. <laughs> But melee uh, and uh, professional wrestling. Um, so it looks like fun. People seem to be having fun with it. Um, it seems to be doing well. I've noticed that the numbers seem high. Um, and uh, people are having fun with it. It looks really cool and fun um, just to like be a kitty and powerbomb a dude off of a building. Uh, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, it just it looks interesting. I'm glad that people are in this world of of these battle royales. Like, we're like, I think we're past this now. And then there's there's like one or two that'll come out, and they're like, no, not yet. We're not done yet. We're still going. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I know I know Blood Hunt's doing pretty well right now, um, and and people seem to be enjoying this too. So this looks really fun. Um, but Jesus Christ, uh, we're we're not even over the ridiculous amount of videos that Twitter has about Fortnite right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all Goku and Vegeta yes! and Kamehameha's <laughs> and just fucking wild. I saw a screenshot of like a lobby of Fortnite and it had Naruto, Goku, Darth Vader, and Rick Sanchez. Just all of the just, I can't. I I'm can't with this it. world it was... right now. It was Mega Ran, and Mega Ran goes, "Yo, I think I think Fortnite's cool now." <laughs> yeah. this, this is gaming. This is gaming. Wow. Um, I mean, it does feel like it's actually at that level, though, because it's like it's literally so just name a fucking character that somebody loves, and it, they're gonna be in the damn game, and they're gonna be doing some dumb shit like Goku running around swinging like Spider Man is so stupid, <laughs> but you can do it. It's Right. Uh, Darth Vader driving a Bugatti listening to Eminem's Lose Yourself. Like, <laughs> possible oh God, in the game. Like, the dances, all the dances with every character model, just nope. Video I, saw, games, baby. I saw Beerus doing a uh, Gangnam style after he knocked yeah. down Vegeta. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I honestly want to play this game now because it just looks so much fun, like so zany, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, look, if you could, if the four of us wanted to play Fortnite together, I would play no it. Build? Yeah, let's do it. You know, I've I've spent five minutes of my whole life playing Fortnite, and I didn't like it. But that was like <laughs> exactly that was also like five years ago. And it's uh, a much different game now. Uh, you know, now that I've played a bunch of Rogue Company, I think I could play a, another third-person shooter. So I'm I'm saying there's there's a chance. Yeah. I think I could Kamehameha somebody across the map. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way the way it flushes your health, you get chunked for real. You get what? Chunked. Oh yeah. 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 
Well, the did you see the video of now. what it what it looks like on the other end? Yes. <laughs> it literally just wipes out your entire screen. You're just done. You're just, there's there's <laughs> nothing. Like Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That is wonderful. Um. Well, in addition to uh Rumbleverse, let's see. In addition to Rumbleverse being released on the 11th, like you said. Um. Sav, also, uh, you got on here that Multiverse Season 1 is out! Ho! Pew, I, was, pew, pew, pew. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna eventually talk about the, the new character releases we've got in here, um, that were teased just this week. Uh, but what else can you say about Season 1? Because I don't know nothing other than the two new characters. So, um, along with Season 1 will be, of course, a new Battle Pass that will have come with, um, all the new cosmetics and everything. Ranked Mode is coming soon. Um, so what they have, if you go to their website, you'll see that they have a roadmap out and they're, what they're planning to do with the longevity of their season is release everything over the course of the season, like kind of, you know, what's it called? Um, pe pepper feed? I don't know. What, Staggered what release? Yeah, yeah, but like there's a specific term I was looking for. Anyway, uh, drip feed. Ah, I got that. Uh, drip feed content, uh, pepper feed <laughs> over the course of the season. And um, so we're going to get ranked mode. We're going to get those two new characters, which you'll mention later. Uh, ooh, suspense. And then, um, you know, everything in that nature. So I'm really excited. You know, I want the shop because there, I know there are going to be so many new variants coming out that I'm going to want. Um, and I'm not sure which are going to be available on Battle Pass and which are going to be available um, in shop. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm just happy that we are finally, finally underway for like the first official season of Multiverses. And, you know, it's seeing a whole new surgeon audience because, um, you know, I mean, Evo kind of did kind of work with work is magic. Mm -hmm. yep. It did. Um, I'm really surprised that it was actually at Evo at all, considering it wasn't even quote unquote officially out yet. Right. But um, I'm glad that they did that. You know, they took a chance and it paid off really, really well, you know. So they're going to have a big surgeon audience, you know, right in time for that shop to come out and spend money. <laughs> hey. uh, but, you know, I'm really excited because Multiverse is a game I think that everyone should try. I've been saying a long, for like a long time that I think it's the Smash Killer people are looking for it. You know, first of all, I mentioned this last time, $1,000 for 17th place. Yep. That alone. Spotlight. I could I could hit 17. That's fine. Well, uh, no. <laughs> wow. Wow. But just that amount of support from the studios alone just knocks it out of, like, smash out of the water. Yeah. Nintendo don't care about Smash. I mean, it just now partnered with Panda to do, like, the Melee thing, and who knows how long that took. I mean, 25 years, you know? Because Melee is that old, I think. Yeah. Um, there's nothing else to say, you know? I, I think this is, with the ally system, the role system, uh, the perk system, it just changes up the genre and, and the platform fighter, like, as a whole, in so many good, refreshing ways that I think that people are really going to be, they're really going to want to check this out, you know? Yeah. Um, it controls more smoothly. Then uh, that Nick game, the Brawl, Nick All-Stars Brawl. Hold on, hold on, stop, code. stop. Hold up, hold up. Because uh, I do have stuff I want to talk about because I can see you ramping up and I've seen okay. myself do this. Okay. <laughs> Let's hold it for a second. And uh, it takes place in Asia? No? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because I actually missed that you have uh, this one more thing. We'll come back to multiverses in a minute because we both want to talk about yeah. it. Um, but could you talk about the Splatoon 3? Oh, let's switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about that. I actually saw pictures of stores receiving their shipment because I know people don't work at Target. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, stores are now receiving their shipment. If y'all want to get the pre-orders in, do it quickly. 
because they're probably going to be flying off the shelves because first of all, they're OLED. Second of all, they're Splatoon. And third, did you see those Joy-Cons? They are gorgeous. They're gorgeous. If you don't have a Switch, this is the perfect time to buy one because you'll get that automatic Ethernet port in. You'll get the most beautiful Joy-Cons that have ever been released. And you'll have like little tiny Inklings and Octolings etched all in the back of your, your OLED. And it's OLED. So, yeah. yeah. Do it. Highly Do recommend it. it. I, think it's, I think it's $350, um, you know, before tax, before $99.99. And then um, get your pre-orders in now. I, I know for sure Target is receiving shipments because, you know, the, the connections. But I'm not and sure if any other places actually, are yet. Actually, most of the pre-orders are actually not quite open yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then there you go. But like Y'all got the insider, insider, now, insider information. That's right. Anytime now it's going to happen. So it's, it's a Matryoshka doll of information. <laughs> Be aware. <laughs> uh, well, perfect. Uh, yeah, so the Switch always has really cool um, custom versions. Uh, unlike the first ones that came out, these ones don't have a lot of uh, Joy-Con problems. At least I certainly haven't heard uh, the same as when the, the first ones came out. Because, whoo boy, I remember going to a uh, uh, an in-person meetup that uh, Scary Gary and Kansas City put together where we played Mario Party on one of the movie theater screens. And, uh, man, just constant desync, you know, constant, constant, which made me nervous for... Um, custom joy cons for a while after that but we're definitely at a point now where that's it doesn't seem to be an issue um so in, in this case i would say if you either really really love splatoon and want an upgraded switch or you haven't Me. bought a switch and uh you're looking for a good jumping in point um you said it's 350 i mean this sounds like a good if you're somebody who really cares about uh you know showing off your new swag that seems like a good place to start yeah, and I think that's only fifty dollars more than the original, like the non OLED models, um, at two ninety nine ninety nine. So it's not even that much of a like jump, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that is the drop. Uh, thank you, Vilos, for putting uh, some of that together for us, and thank you for the community for making it really easy to grab that stuff. Uh, we pull a lot of that stuff directly from our Discord. Um. There's even more that we haven't talked about. Those are just our favorite things. Uh, but once again, if you want to see all of that, uh, the easiest place, in my opinion, um, the easiest place in our whole community to find all the news without a, a Doom feed to scroll through uh, is our Discord. We've got a news channel in there. Um, and actually, I'll mention this again. We recently unlocked uh, a Tier 3 Discord, which means we have a custom URL. So if you type in discord.gg slash show, we'll take you directly to our server. Boom. Boom. So that's the news. That's the drop. Uh, so we'll move on to what we've been playing. So let's bring it back. All right, Sav, let's get ramped up for Multiverses. <laughs> so in Splunky 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, um, I just picked up Multiverses for the first time after you've talked about it at length, Sav. Um, and I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, but I downloaded it. We're going to get Chris to, to boot it up. Set. Uh, before next week, because, uh, you know, I took my baby step, I did the tutorial, I uh, had a good laugh explaining to Lizzie uh, why Shaggy looks like a Super Saiyan um, when he charges up, because, all because of a meme, you know? Um, I played the tutorial, and then I played a handful of games uh, against bots, either by myself, or later on I played a couple games with uh, Shanty Pack. Uh, lots of fun, and as far as being a smash killer, like you uh, have again talked at length at why this game stands on its own legs and doesn't have, you know, it's not Smash's 
you know, Mad Cat's version, you know. Um, there's there's a lot of great stuff going on, uh, but almost the best thing, the, the thing that allowed me to pick it up in the first place is that the roster right now is nice and small. There are like 12-ish characters, ballpark. Um, so when I jump in as a brand new player, I don't have to learn literally a thousand moves like in Smash because every character, there are tons and tons of characters and every character has a ton of moves. Um, this is a lot easier for me to just take a little bite of. And I still have a ton to learn. I barely know what I'm doing and I definitely don't know all the moves yet. Um, but I, re I'm really glad I picked it up and Sav, I'm really glad you talked so much about it. Um, because on my own, I probably wouldn't have given it a chance. I think I thought that, uh, my love for that was behind me, you know, after I kind of had a falling out with Smash, just being overwhelmed with it. Uh, but really glad I picked it up. Uh, I, I'm super excited. I've only but, played yeah. uh, as Shaggy, um, uh, Garnet, and uh, somebody Ooh. else I don't even remember. Garnet uh, from the Universe. Who mm. I didn't know, I've only watched uh, probably the first like six episodes of Steven Universe. Um, though Lizzie loves it, and so I know I should go it's back. So Actually, I should add that to my list of like, you know, background TV when I want to put something on, but I don't super want to watch it. Like I, I don't want it to have my full attention. Um, and you know, pretty sure that's the whole point of multiverses is that they want us to be like, who's that character? You know what? I could go spend a hundred hours watching this TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, that's kind of how Smash treated the Fire Emblem franchise, you know. Yeah, I didn't know about Fire Emblem at all until uh, Marth came out. Totally worked, though. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so, uh, what else do I have? Um, yeah, Multiverse is just a lot of fun. Only played against bots. Uh, the new characters that they just showed, I think they appear in the main menu now. I'm not sure because I haven't booted it up since this went live. Uh, but the next upcoming characters are Black Adam and Spike who is the evil gremlin from Gremlins. That's, yep. that's silly. That's just silly. I would definitely play Spike. That'd be so fun. So, is it not Stripe? Uh, or, yeah, it is Stripe. stripe. It, stripe. Thank you. Okay. It is Stripe. Because <laughs> he has a striped mohawk. That's the whole point of his yeah. name, lol. <laughs> I'm excited for Rick and Morty. Um, that's what, That like moveset's going to be very, very interesting. Well, they're um, two separate characters. Right, Morty exactly. And, yeah. No, I know. I think Morty's Rick out, and right? Morty. There is two of them. <laughs> we have what? Tom and Jerry. There's two of them. Rosalina Tom and Jerry's Luna. You know. One character, right? Olimar and his Pikmin. Oh, I um, mean, technically that is his name in the game. <laughs> Olimar and Pikmin. Uh, oh, is that right? Is that what they say? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, there was a time I used to be an Olimar main, but how far I've fallen. How well, when they took out the black skin for Olimar, which I called Lamar lovingly. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> Uh, yes. Black Adam is going to be really cool. It's are they so in with Batman? They have like the original skin and they have like the the animated series like variant or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if they're going to have like the animated Black Adam or um like the Injustice version that we see in like the Injustice fighting games, mm -hmm. or are they going to get like the Rock one? Right. You know. I mean, LeBron's oh, in there, a, so there'll be a Rock one. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they, I mean the movie will come out. They'll That's definitely. True. I mean, what did they do with Superman's alts? Um, Superman, uh, I don't think this is released yet, but they have a Bizarro, is it Bizarro Superman? 
Or no, it's, 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 it's Batman Superman or Black Lantern movie. Superman. I can't remember what. I think it's Black Lantern Superman that's actually oh, there. But then, um, oh, really? The one that's out right now is Million Million Man, Million Year Man, Million Dollar Man. I can't remember. He's like all golden. <laughs> yeah, like um, literally a hundred percent gold. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those are the only ones that I currently know about. Huh. Um, I'm not really sure if there's anything else going on. Like if they're going to use like Henry Cavill or uh, rip off cellophane Superman one. Mr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Korean, yeah. How wild and crazy they can get with all their skins for all that. Like especially in the Rick and Morty universe. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. That can get uh, that can get real goofy and silly I mean, depending on how far they want to go. Just in pocket Mortys, they did like what over a hundred different Mortys. They did one hundred and fifty, <laughs> I think, just to perfectly parallel. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, pocket Mortys. What a silly. We need evil Morty though, and and if you win mm-hmm. with evil Morty, you have to have the theme. I want anime. I want anime Rick, uh, like the Vampire Hunter D Rick that they have it in the last. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yes. Yeah. The anyway, crow Rick. Yes, Crow Rick, yeah. The two crows. Uh, Well, let me put up the cinematic that I meant to be playing earlier. Uh, The last thing I would say about multiverses is that uh, it's still free. Um, It's technically in beta or whatever. Uh, The game clearly could use some polish here and there, but whatever. Uh, It's quality. It's only going to get better. And uh, it's also cross-play. So I've played it on... I've used a controller both times, but I've played it on my xbox and pc and it's great uh there doesn't seem to be any issue it asks you if you want to do cross play uh but that's it you just say yes and then you know then that's that it does tell you to use a a controller so if you're somebody who's on pc i would definitely recommend having you know using your controller from a console you own or buying a controller to play with Uh, if you're somebody on pc who doesn't own a controller there are lots of games that are almost only playable on uh, controller. So definitely recommend that. But uh, quality stuff. So yeah, go pick that up. Uh, you'll link your Epic Games account or, you know, your WB Games account, which for some yeah. reason I had. I'm pretty sure there was a game years ago. I Oh no, it was the the old Gotham... Um... Gotham City Imposters? Yeah, the one where it's like you've got classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I had it from that from uh, early PS4 days. But uh, go play that. That's Multiverses. Uh, we've talked a bunch about it in the past. If you really want to hear Sav uh, let loose about all the good things about it. Um, oh, you can also uh, you can also follow Sav on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sovereign Sid. Uh, I keep pointing people over there because you've always, you know, you're always playing the cool games. So <laughs> go... Uh, Go check them out. I'll actually link that in Twitch or yeah, Twitch chat. <laughs> well, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, you betcha. Uh, what else do we have? Um, let's hop over to Chris or Carlos here. Or I could pick it back off you since I'm talking about multiverses as well. Sure. Um, or you could just do- throw on some of my gameplay or something. But uh, I guess, you know what? I don't really have much else more to say that I didn't cover in the drop anyway. Okay. Um, just get the game (laughs) (laughs) y'all it's fun uh then let's see uh chris do you want to talk about solar ash Uh, yeah let's talk about solar ash uh i am now like 86 percent of the way through solar ash 
Um, just a guess. Just about, you know, ballpark 86%. Well, it's because every time you, like, load it, load in, it tells you what the percentage is at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have only one more boss, one more world uh, to, like, get all the... Um, uh, uh, anomalies and then take out the uh, the boss and I will activate the star seed um, which is the thing that is supposed to help save my universe but there is a um, big giant uh, lady with this like spike through her heart and she's like all in pieces that every time I beat a boss I like appear in her hand and she talks to me and tells me, like, my errand is foolish. I'm never going to save my planet. All these kind of things. And every time I keep doing these things, it's just hurting her more. And then we'll have a conversation. Then she'll smash her hand. And then I'll be back in the world. Hmm. Um, and uh, I'm assuming I'll have to fight her or there'll be another boss or something. Um, I mean, uh, you got to fight her, right? She's huge. And I, it- Yeah, I think so. And it just, I'm interested to see... Um, cause people have said that this, uh, the ending of this game emotionally impacted them in a way. Um, and based off of what it's kind of telling us or telling you through the game, basic, basically it's, it, I think what they're trying to do is basically be like, Hey, our planet is important. Um, so maybe we should have treated it better. You know, like th- it's kind of like every world that you're in, it kind of tells you like, Man, it looked like there's a whole civilization here. If they would have just been able to keep their shit together, um, kind of stuff. Um, civilization, and, uh, oh, am I right? You know, <laughs> people are and, just letting uh, it fall apart. Uh, yeah, it. Um, yeah, it's really the game is incredibly pretty. Um, this area specifically that we're looking at in gameplay right here. Um, just be wary in case another. Uh, Ad pops up, Thomas. Wow, you've given uh, us away, Chris. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is like was like the first like awe inspiring one where I was just like, I can't believe this is a level that they created. This is insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the game is fantastic. It's still on sale right now on uh, PlayStation. Uh, if you have a PlayStation, you should definitely buy this game. It is dope. Uh, it's not very long, like you're not going to be do- playing it forever. Um, but there's definitely like secrets and stuff I haven't found yet or, um, uh, you know, those kind of things. Because uh, you get all these pieces of these suits. Um, and at some point I was just like, ah, well, I'm not going to get all the pieces to every suit. I'm just I'm going to beat the game. I'm going to just beat it because uh, I don't want to I don't want to be here forever. But uh, the game is gorgeous. It's a very, very fun game to play. Um very satisfying like the first like couple times you're on like one of these big giant monsters and it um it kicks your ass you start getting really frustrated you're like oh, and then you have to set it down for a little bit and then come back you know it's like like all right done for a while and then it, you boot the game up again and play play the boss a couple more times and you beat it it's that kind of yeah play till you play till you get to the really frustrating part set it down come back a few hours later and you're going to be fine. You know, uh, uh, this game, I always have parallels in my head uh, with uh, Fury, F-U-R-I. Yes. Um, same exact thing. You know, it's just like, hey, it's hard. It's going to be hard and it's going to stay hard. So, Crazy. you know, maybe... Uh... Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh, you people. 
What do you mean, you people? <laughs> oh, I wasn't even gonna go there. Like, <laughs> like even me. <laughs> um, yeah. So this this game looks sweet. Um, I really so like cool. watching the gameplay for it. Uh, so you're it's so good. You're at eighty six percent of this. Well, I think you'll finish fourteen percent by next week. Yeah, if I don't beat it by next week, that's I'm gonna be very mad at myself because you'll be furious. What am I waiting for? Uh Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, thank you. Root. You know. Well, excellent. Um, what do you think you'll play after this? I usually don't ask this, but uh, you know, do you have anything on deck? Since this um, is a short game. Well, I, 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 I do. Like, I always play my my sports games and stuff, but uh, I really want to play Cult of the Lamb, Thomas. Oh. Look at that lead in. Uh, heck yeah! I will definitely briefly talk about Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> Uh, because Cult of the Lamb is a game that I have not personally played. Uh, this is not a review of Cult of the Lamb. This is a review of what it's like to live with someone who's playing Cult of the Lamb. Um, hashtag not an ad. Um, no, Lizzie's <laughs> been playing Cult of the Lamb on her Switch. And I've been uh, looking for excuses to uh, stay on the couch. Usually if I'm gaming, I'm here on my computer. So I've been... Um, that's actually why I played Multiversus on the Xbox is because I... Uh, just got to, like, I can't always see the screen. I usually can't see the screen when she's playing. Uh, but it's a Devolver game, so I can hear the great sound design, and I can hear the great uh, music that's in it. Uh, so that's enjoyable on its own. But hearing her excitement um, when she plays, this is actually one of the first games she's, I think, ever played. She she might correct me on this. On, like, medium difficulty. Uh, usually she... Oh, Lizzie says that's a lie. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> um, because uh, a lot of the time she'll she'll play on easy because she's usually interested in the story. Uh, but this combat and everything seems to me to be butter smooth. Uh, it's I talk a lot that uh, Lizzie and I like games that are kind of like Swords of Ditto, right? Um, yeah. Kind of like an old school Zelda game, right? You've got a couple weapons and abilities. You've you know got like a, a weapon and a spell in this game. And uh, you choose, you, I forget how you select those, um, but you choose those before you go into a dungeon. You go into the dungeon and you can exit at any time. Actually, I should really compare it to Moonlighter uh, in oh, that pull up, Yes, pull up some of that, pull up some of that beautiful footage. Uh, uh, like. Yeah, let's do that. Um, <laughs> so uh, It is a lot like Moonlighter. It is a lot like Moonlighter. So you can exit at any time. Um, with what you've got, or you can keep playing. Uh, but if you die when you're in the dungeon, you lose like 25% of what you're holding or something. Um, let's get this up here. Uh, so it seems really cool. You, this, this just came out last week, I think last Tuesday. And as you win, you know, as you win these boss fights and stuff, you have cultists, you have very cute, scared animals who you uh, recruit as followers. So you recruit them as your followers and take them back to your base. So there's this whole base building mechanic. Um, Airhorn's in chat for Lizzie subbing in, uh, in on Twitch right now. Um, hey. Put some Doritos right there. Uh, there's a whole base building mechanic that's really fun. As you progress, you can get different buildings that uh, serve different purposes. Anything from sacrificing uh, your, your very willing followers to... Um, a prison to lock up dissenters. <laughs> um, when you 
recruit a follower, you can change their name and their their look. And uh, a lot of people are having fun right now. I, we joked about it earlier. Uh, playing on Twitch, there's Twitch integration where one way or another, you're able to have people like I think donate channel points. Somebody was just telling me about this. It might have been yeah. might have been Vilos. Uh, you can donate channel points to become a follower in the cult. <laughs> it's just a wonderful Twitch integration. Um, but since you can do all that, uh, Lizzie made me her first follower. And uh, she plays all, all night, the night that she bought it. And then the next day I get back from work and she's like, hey, so, uh, yeah, I sacrificed you. And I was like, oh, no, like what? already? <laughs> and she's like, no, don't worry. Uh, you know, it was for the good of the cult. And you were kind of happy about it. Um, but also you were beginning to become a dissenter, so I needed to get rid of you quick. Wow. Uh, but, you know, it, it ain't easy. It ain't easy running wow. a cult. So can yeah. you blame her? Yeah. You know? Um, Colton ain't easy. Colton ain't easy. That's what they <laughs> say. Uh, so that's just a bundle of fun. Um, like I said, it's a Devolver Digital joint. They produced it... Uh, something monster i have it written here massive monster is the developer on there uh but lots of good stuff cute characters interesting base building and upkeep mechanics so your characters actually grow older as time goes by and so there are perks in a talent tree that you can decide on and the the one that i remember the most is uh you can either have the benefit of having a, a bunch of old people like elders in your cult and there's a benefit from that or uh you get a bigger benefit from sacrificing people when they're young and your followers ask to be sacrificed uh there's this big altar and then a giant tentacle comes out grabs them and then pulls them through this portal uh as your follower has a big smile on their face it's very silly uh <laughs> but uh yeah you can either have a bunch of old people and get a benefit from that or make sure you have no old people where you get a boon from like you get a huge bonus when you sacrifice young followers and you have you lose whatever it is uh when a cultist dies of old age um but that that's only one choice that i saw her make there are a bunch of those that you can choose uh between and uh yeah just lots of interesting unlocks lots of interesting characters i remember seeing a spider named helob which, for those of you at home, is a play on Shelob awesome. from uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and just a bunch of other stuff. Good eldritch horror, all in a wonderful, cute box. Uh, so that's Cult of the Lamb. Highly recommend it. Chris, I am excited to hear your firsthand experience with it, because like, I'm not sure when I'm going to play it, but I am definitely going to play that game. I Now, I don't, like I said, I don't know, because Madden just came out, so who knows when I actually get around to it, but um, I always got to be playing like something that's like story based or something that's not. A, I don't just just play the sports games. I gotta, I gotta mix it up or else I'll drive myself crazy. But then if you do get too like super emotional and invested in your your mental health and your emotions, then you could be sports. Er, man, er, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Chris is gonna the show emotional end of Solar Ash. Yeah, I'm I'm worried. I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> scared. Um, you'll, you'll show up one day with full, uh, red and yellow chiefs, uh, war paint on. Yeah, be like, go. Chris has been playing yeah. Madden again. He's been playing Covering up homes. the tears. You know. yeah. Fun fact, war paint is the name of, um, a makeup brand for men. Oh, I saw nice. you share that. Uh, cause, yep. and it's all black packaging and stuff too, because 
if men realized that it, men. it was makeup, you know. And if it was the color pink, it would cost more because of the pink text. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are the deep cuts. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's Cult of the Lamb. That is the high. Well, it's definitely in the top, like, three of games I want to play next. Um, I have no idea how long it is. I mean, Lizzie's been playing it pretty avidly for a week. And uh, I don't know. If I was completely guessing here, I'd say she's, like, two-thirds of the way through. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah there, there's uh, a little bit of a consensus on Twitter um, because the whole value per hour for games shit came up again on Twitter over the weekend. So uh, people are saying it's, it's between uh, like 18 to 25 hours uh, for, but I mean, it, the fact that it has roguelike elements does a lot for it. So Right, yeah. Uh, and that seems like a fun one. You could make challenges for yourself where you're like, okay, in this cult, I'm specifically going to take this type of perk uh, to build differently and all that stuff. Uh, but that's cool. Uh, well, yeah, that's Cult of the Lamb. Like I said, I haven't even played it, so we'll hear more about that when Chris eventually gets to it. Um, so really, those were the only th things that I played. Uh, I'll briefly just finish everything I have here. I played Prey last night, uh, had some hardware crashes. Oops. Um, my computer doesn't like that very specific area that I was in. <laughs> um, but we are trying to pick up Prey some more and make some progress in it. Game's good. Uh, and then we played Rift Tracks with some friends over the weekend. Rift Tracks is made by the Mystery Science Theater 3000 crew. It's a very funny Jackbox-adjacent game um, that more people should know about. It's very funny. It's spelled R-I-F-F-T-R-A-X, Rift Tracks. Uh, so go play that. Bundle of fun. Uh, really great to play with uh with non-gamers if that's something you're looking for and it's just like jackbox games you play it over your phone you can play it over discord if you want um people don't have to buy the game uh and then the yeah, other thing shawls recommend yeah uh halo infinite Absolutely. i played a little bit more um the second season came out i guess uh <laughs> I, I noticed a i noticed a, a new level in big team battle which was fun um, I finally just finished my season one battle pass. I hit level 100 finally, uh, which is funny. I had set the game down when I was level 96 before. <laughs> so now I fully got that unlocked. I've got cool fire and stuff on my Spartan. Um, but yeah, there's a new map. Uh, that's basically the only difference. I mean, according to this trailer that's playing, uh, it looks like there is at least one, maybe two different um, 4v4 modes. Uh, anyway, the game is still fun. I think the core of that game is good, but all the problems that existed eight months ago when we were all playing, they still exist. Um, and those problems, which are long load times, um, or getting stuck on a loading screen where it's kicks me for inactivity because the loading screen took so long. Um, that, that exact thing happened both on my PC and my Xbox. And I gotta say, Last-gen Xbox does not play this game very well at all. Um, not a really big surprise, but when I when I see people's silhouettes on the other side of walls, it's like 10 frames per second. Everything looks very <laughs> robotic. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, but that's all I've been playing. Mostly multiverses and watching Cult of the Lamb, but uh, a little bit other stuff here. More than usual. Pro tip. If you want to play Halo, play Splitgate. Yeah. Ta-da!
<laughs> yeah, Splitgate sure, certainly doesn't have uh, the same issues as, as this. I will say we did try to uh, Splitgate stream, stream Splitgate on the subathon. My yeah. computer couldn't handle it. It can't handle Halo or Splitgate. And I was surprised because Splitgate runs great off stream, runs very well. Uh, but yeah, it has the same shooter struggle that a bunch of these have. But enough of me. I'm gonna quit talking. Uh, let's uh, let's hop over to Vilos. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, the first one's real quick. So uh, the first tree uh, was another game that I I really wanted to play. The first tree, Endling, and Lost Ember over last weekend because they're all thematically similar and uh, short. Suffice to say, uh, Xenoblade had other plans. But the first tree <laughs> is a barely one and a half hour long game. It is a grief game. Uh, as you guys know, that's what I play. <laughs> I play a ton of games uh, that go over that. Uh, and it's, it's presented as two different stories, but it's really just one metaphor and one actual story. Um, so you play as this fox that's trying to find her uh, missing family, but it's, I, I think it's technically three cubs. Um, but again, it's a very short game, so you're really just walking in this uh, open world and uh, basically grabbing these beams of light is, is a side thing you can do as far as the achievements go. Um, but then you're digging up uh, little spots that are basically memories because the whole time that you're walking around as this fox, the this main character, this male voice is talking about uh, his his journey with his uh, his father and kind of understanding uh, how his father's like. It, I wasn't a hundred percent sure whether his father did die or was dying, but <laughs> uh, suffice to say, um, this man is coming to terms with his father, uh, his estranged father, and he's talking to presumably his wife or girlfriend, uh, and it's just these two, like almost two casual uh, voices narrating and and just discussing this this story. Um, as you're playing as this fox, it's a very, very weak on gameplay um, because it's very floaty platforming that you're doing and you're really just walking. So it, it really is a walking simulator, but it is a, a good time. It's an enjoyable experience. It's one of those things that you just, you just give it that one and a half to two hours and that's it. That's all you'll ever really need. Uh, it's not, it's not on the same level as an Abzu or, or Ond or any of the, flower and that game company and stuff like that um but it is worth playing uh, i would say and it's it's still i think it's still two dollars for a few more days on switch it's two bucks um, that. it's it's on sale a lot of the time on even on steam for around that price uh basically almost never higher than five dollars um, that sounds like a great uh thing to put on people's list for like i don't know what i want to play well guess what you can beat this whole entire game this sitting you don't even have to play yeah, that long exactly and there because of the whole like light moat collecting thing you could technically stretch it to like three or four hours but really um, yeah it, it's i wouldn't say it's worth it <laughs> uh i love platformers but it is so floaty i didn't notice in the trailer if it's if it's as floaty um a little bit it actually shows but... gameplay 
but uh, think about if you're familiar with any of the SpongeBob platformers, floatier than that. And SpongeBob is underwater. So, (laughs) (laughs) so playing as a fox uh, that has a double jump and is very floaty, it's a little weird, but uh, it's, it's worth a play for sure. Uh, Especially if you're into getting emotional in a game, Um, because the one last bit about it is that uh, the end title or the end screen of the game actually is randomized uh, because you it's not a spoiler but it is a spoiler i guess Uh, you you have to find the first tree um what and on (laughs) and on the tree because inevitably you have to see something right uh on the tree is actually uh, a written thing and for everybody that plays the game it's supposedly different um because you actually write it Oh. for somebody else that's playing it. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I don't remember mine exactly, but I just remember it hitting me really hard. Um, and it, it was one of those um, positive sort of things like like congratulations on getting here, sort of uh, very emotional sort of thing at the time. And that that's that's what it's meant to do. It's, it's meant to get you into that particular emotion and I can only imagine what other things uh, people saw on their tree. So, wait. It's a so, interesting wrinkle. like, you write the thing that ends up on your tree, or on somebody else's tree. On somebody else's tree. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I hope yeah, it's I, nice. I, I, th- <laughs> I thought about looking it up on YouTube to see how many different endings people had on that, but uh, yeah, it, it's pretty substantial. The one I got was actually like a lot of writing. Um, hmm. But I, I thought that was really cool. What did it say? Try finger butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to have that, and it would completely break the game. Like that would actually, that would kill me if it got to that point, because that part of the narration is actually like it's really tough uh, at that point. So that would <laughs> that would be the worst. Wow, well, God! <laughs> After all that. <laughs> But somebody who's never oh. heard of Elden Ring or Dark Souls would just be like, but what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'd become a scholar just to figure this shit out. My goodness. Um, but the other game yeah, I that like, I... And like, is this loss? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, actually... Yeah, if, if uh, put a picture in there. Yeah. Vilas, you... Um, for those of you who don't know, Vilas is uh, behind our Twitter account. So if you're ever tweeting at us, uh, you're talking to Vilas. Vilas, you put a poll up on, um, I think, Monday that was about oh uh, what gets you excited to talk about games. And I saw, if I'm phrasing that correctly, I saw that by and away, or by and large, the biggest thing that people responded with was it's, it's all about how it makes you feel. You yes. Know? And so you're talking about playing this game that's about grief, um, and then it really hit you hard, you know? Like those are exactly the kinds of experiences that gaming does so well. But a lot of people, uh, if it weren't for shows like ours or um, other influencers and creators online, um, they wouldn't hear about those because a lot of people are busy, uh, you know, complaining about Halo Infinite servers and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, that they don't they don't try a lot of games that are out of their wheelhouse. Um, so just hearing you talk about that, um, you know, despite like the floaty mechanics and stuff i would say 
I, I just love hearing how that affects you, you know, and that it's enough that you're like, game's got problems, but recommend it, you know, go play this game. Make yeah. me feel feels. For sure. And I will definitely say that anytime that comes up. Um, and then I also got into last night, the Diofield Chronicle demo, uh, which I, it snuck up on me. I think it came out, I think the demo came out last week. Um, but this was a, this was one of the games that Square had announced a few months ago out of nowhere. And everybody's like, ah, what? Um, because it was shortly after Triangle Strategy. Um, so thematically, uh, it looked a lot like Triangle Strategy. Uh, and we're going to have a laugh about, (laughs) we're going to have a good laugh about the similarities in naming structures, um, between Triangle Strategy and Dealfield Chronicle. But the, the good thing is Dealfield Chronicle is not Triangle Strategy. It is a very different sort of uh, strategy because it's it's actually kind of... It, it's a Rectangle slight... strategy? Uh, yes. Okay, Chris, that's not funny. But this game is more well-rounded. God damn it. Maybe. It's a... <laughs> it is actually a... It's more RTS. Which is weird to me what? for an RPG. Uh, it's a lot oh. more RTS, actually. Uh, things don't. Uh, the one thing that pauses the game is if you take an action, or it's. I think it's an ability uh, in here, but you move your character to where you want them to go to attack or, or what have you, um, and they'll just auto attack, uh, and so they'll keep auto attacking until you make the decision to use one of their abilities. Of course, there's like a magic component. Uh, so you you have to have cooldowns for certain abilities and stuff like that. Um, the classes that you get in this demo, I think, are all the main classes. You have a healer, you have a, a tank, you have a, a quick assassin style character, um, and one other one. Uh, I don't even I don't even care about them. They're, it's like the basic soldier. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Did that guy's mustache connect to his sideburns? Yes, probably. Yeah. Oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're gonna get into that here in a second so for sure um so the the actual gameplay is actually very good i enjoy it uh so far it it feels fire emblem light but again it, it being real time uh makes a, a big difference and i think i've only got one more quest to to beat before the demo is over i played over two hours of the demo um which is always nice on the switch whenever you get that much time with the demo. And uh, it did end with a boss fight against these two just just huge damage boxes, you know? Right. Um, and it, it was fun because I was, I was actually trying to beat the goals of each mission, the, the side goals, so you can find a, a, a treasure chest. And uh, if nobody dies, you get this much XP uh, at the end of it. Um, and I, I did complete all the, the little side bonuses and stuff. And it, it kind of gave me that little extra bump that most of these strategy games don't normally. Um, and Odysseus, the cutscenes, I can't even. Uh, that's the weird thing is the, the, graphics, the graphics aren't bad. But they are very specifically odd. And uh, they actually look a whole lot like a more realistic version of Bravely Default 2. 
Square does some weird stuff with the studios that that make these games. I don't know what they tell them, but they tell them to do some weird shit sometimes. I mean, uh, it, if nothing, it is unique. I to me, this <laughs> I haven't seen a game yeah. that looks like this for better or for worse. Um, combined with the unique gameplay mechanics that you're describing, like a real time strategy game using these, uh, like battlefield management tactics. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. I barely have the language uh, to to really well, describe this game, but I, like it, it almost feels like Gauntlet with extra steps. I guess like it, it feels a little bit like a dungeon crawler with extra steps, because um, there there are like orbs around that you can grab too that uh, help boost your magic or, or boost your HP uh, and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's really cool. If if there's co-op, I don't know if there's co-op, um, but if there is co-op, that would be the way to play. I. It, it feels like there's probably not, though. Um, oh, you, and know, then it, you said it, Bravely Default, and as I see these character <laughs> things pop up, I'm like, oh, that's what that game is. Like, I yeah. know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and, and then in between the, the quests, obviously, are a lot of cutscenes because it's got a story that's, you know, it's Got triangle it. strategy, basically. It's Game of Thrones with extra bullshit, but extra? in a fun way. How can they fit more? Uh, it's extra, for sure. Um Talk to me after you play 65 hours of triangle strategy. <laughs> uh, and the, no. the cutscenes are <laughs> yeah. The 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 cutscenes are great, and then it goes into a, a Fire Emblem Three Houses kind of mode that's third person. You're running around this area talking to people to, in order to open up your quests, and that's like fully 3D. And it's like, all right, this this is funny. Um it, there, there's almost three different visual styles throughout the whole game, but uh, suffice to say, it comes out late next month, I believe, and yeah. I am very excited about it. Uh, but I do want to point out for everybody at home, uh, let let's let's watch that trailer one more time, and we'll see the names. This is the bullshit that Square Enix does with these games, and I I don't understand why. It's like, all right, we're gonna set this game in a in in a fantasy world, okay? So you gotta so have let's... fantasy names. Let's work on these names, guys. And I don't know if it's the localization. Dude, I or, thought I misread them. What? Okay, All let's right. see. So, uh, so the uh, <laughs> hold main on, I'm gonna here. pause this here. Just these are too good. <laughs> um, the first one. Oh gosh, I'm not going back far enough. Hold on. The first one is. Uh, I can't a- see which one you're looking Andre- at, but it's Andreas and yeah, Andreas Ronderson. All right. <laughs> That sounds like some Key and Peel skit shit, yeah, all right? It does. <laughs> and they actually say these names like totally flat and just they don't they make no sense, okay? Number so, two <laughs> Frederick Ronderson Lester with Frederick. That's not a name. <laughs> it feels like they used like a name generator, like just a syllable generator. <laughs> not even a name generator, just right. syllables. Yeah, just... yeah. okay, and so now? And so I thought Triangle Strategy was bad, but after playing it, I'm like, you know what? I know these characters now, so it's fine. So Triangle Strategy, the main character was Sarah Noah Wolfort. Okay. Come again? Bless Sarah you. Noah Wolfort. And then his his best friend was Roland Glenbrook. So there's one real name. Okay. Uh, Roland. Uh, and then uh, they actually had some some slightly realistic names eventually, but like Gila Brysa, uh, 
was what was the weirdest one? Uh, no, okay, Sarah Noah was probably the weirdest one. Walter but... Quinn Redditch? Walter <laughs> Quinn? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like how white can we make this person seem and then make her the white mage? It's it's really funny. Dude. Uh Is- Iscarian Colchester. Um <laughs> That's silly. That's just extra. Uh, and then the... Latiana Bovinashri and Nikolikwini's Johnson. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the assassin class, or they say mer- mercenary, but whatever. Uh, Isolaire Wigan, or Izzy. Yeah, that's she is really gorgeous, cool. but the the name is still some bullshit. Okay? You're like, name's crazy. Don't worry, she's hot. But <laughs> yeah, but then they they also the sequel to her is Lorraine Luckshaw. And okay. she's Bayonetta. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Like she sounds like she'd have a hat with a buckle Bayonetta. on it. You know, like that video I posted like last week. <laughs> the Bayonetta three trailer looks. Oh, uh, the Mega sixty four. Rolling around on the ground. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know if they're. I don't think the rest are in the trailer. But uh, no, Hezaliah, Hezaliah Shatham. Shatham. Hezaliah Shatham. Okay, does d- picture that. What does that tell you? And I will tell you what it actually is. He's an Amish. <laughs> He's an Amish. Say say it Hezaliah, again. Hezaliah Hezaliah Shatham. He's an Amish. Yeah, he he's a guy with like cur- a slightly curly brown hair. He's wearing a white shirt that's oh, is he partially the one with buttoned the down. Burn thing going on? Too bad. That is another very white icy princess. Jezaliah. Yes. Now the the dude with the stash. This is funny. Most regular name of the entire cast. John Smith. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) William Hend. Okay. Normal guy. Actual name, like except for the second part, it just doesn't work. Miles, can we have a segment where it's just you pulling from? different games that have been localized to English and you're like real name or <laughs> made up name, which I guess they're all made up, but, uh, wow. I, I mean, mean, I think Dealfield Con- uh, Dealfield Chronicle is going to be the one to do that with. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you can see, um, on a YouTube video, you can see where it's the most replayed, right? Like it shows you where people go back the most. Yes. You know? The name section is exactly where it's the most replayed. <laughs> so you know that everyone else is like, excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> Hold on. Watermelon yeah. Andrea? Like how? <laughs> Patrick and Nisha? Let's, uh, I want to remember it's some of these so when we name our Darkest Dungeon characters or, you know, XCOM characters. You know, I'm not mad at Iscarion. Yes. I kind of like it. Oh, Wait, I mean, is that the whole name? Too, I'm not mad so. at Iscarion? <laughs> um... And his, I think his nickname was just uh, Iska or something like that. So yeah, he's like the Better cute than boy. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's the sniper of the group, so he's gonna be a favorite character for sure. But yeah, it's it's just ridiculous um, as far as the names go. The the quests are are cool so far. Um, very typical like fire emblem plus triangle strategy but that's like that's my wheelhouse i can play those games anytime in that combat that whole combat system i think mixes it up just right yeah i mean all jokes aside there are definitely genuinely 
appealing things about the changing like visual styles of that because like you said you've got the um i was gonna say broken age what whatever the 2d style is that we just saw it starts with the b oh, yeah um all that outside 3d rts looking stuff and then the indoor kingdom hearts <laughs> looking stuff as odysseus said um just what an unusual decision to put all those in one game together uh but cool. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm definitely laughing at the names. Definitely. <laughs> um, but cool. So that's the Dio Field Chronicle D-I-O-F-I-E-L-D. At least that's spelled like it sounds. <laughs> uh, then, unless you have anything else to say about those, we'll go to Chris. Chris, let's hear I got another. Bit. I got another really weird name for you. John Madden. Oh, <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> Um, See, what, you, been... what you've got over here is a flim-flam on left side. Yep, exactly. Um, so I've been playing around with uh, Madden 23. Doesn't technically come out till Friday, but if you have EA Plus or EA Play, you can download a uh, free trial. Uh, and also, if you spent money on like the more expensive game uh, version of the game, you just have the game now. Um, nice. so what I did, and this is so dumb, and I just want to throw this out here. They did this last year as well. The PC version of the game is the last gen version of the game. Why? I have no fucking idea. The only thing I can think is that Madden sells, Madden and FIFA sell game consoles. Yeah, and the 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 it's the only reason why the old like the last gen versions are the PC versions. There's no other reason why. There, it makes zero sense otherwise. But what I think is they know that um, sp a lot of sports gamers are casuals, and what they'll do is they will just buy a brand new PlayStation Five or a new Xbox to play the new Madden, the new FIFA, whatever. Yeah. So. I think that's what's going on there, but either way, it's stupid. I hopped on, started playing it on PC, and I was like, they fucking did it again. Why'd they do this? Why'd they do this? Um, and then I started playing it on uh, PlayStation 5 because I just, it plays $5. So, not a big deal to get a 10 hour, 10 hour uh, uh, trial of the game, uh, which is great. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, it's the collision stuff which they're showing in this trailer right now is crazy and weird and different um like it's not you run into somebody and they don't react it's like there's like actual detection there's um each individual per like depending on how many people collide it's all different um the passing is wildly different now mm -hmm. um you can like place where the ball is going to land it's like it's very um they're really leaning into it being a skill-based game, whereas um, before you kind of relied on Madden Jank, uh, you would you would know what would, the game would uh, be able to do and uh, what it can't do, and you would just take advantage of that over and over. But um, with the new way you can like place the ball uh, to receivers and stuff, they're definitely trying to make it a like seriously skill-based um, game, which makes for way more interesting situations it makes it much more difficult um um luckily the chiefs have a great quarterback so it's not too hard but uh 
uh, if you're not playing as the Chiefs or, you know, you're playing with a team that has a lesser quarterback, it is uh, it is more difficult. I, I noticed that this, there is a skill gap and uh, they'll definitely be able to see that with like some high level players, like being able to place the ball wherever they want and like really figuring out how that stuff works. And um, but yeah, uh, so far it's cool. Um, I know they've made some really big changes to franchise mode which is the thing that people have been screaming for for years mm -hmm. they've basically been releasing the same game for like three years or four years well yeah i um, mean nine or 13 yeah probably, no. But... no no not quite that bad um, <laughs> but uh it's basically been the same game like same mechanics like same layout and everything for the past like few years this is the first one where they've like actively changed what's going on um and like even the presentation looks looks better they gave all uh, the just, characters guns they uh, gave them all guns it's crazy it's real weird um now uh, that's why do, they called american football they do this really great thing when you first boot up the game uh because john madden just passed um so they do this really great thing at the very beginning of the game doing john madden's like legacy game um and they do a really cool thing with that where it's like his favorite players from like all eras on either side, AFC, NFC, and then like two different versions of John Madden on the sidelines. Nice. And then they use um, like some old uh, commentary from older games um, of John, like talking about players in the game. So it's very, very cool. Oh. It's like this very little like tribute to, Hey, this guy like changed football, changed video, like sports video games forever. Um, and uh, so they, you know, they gave him this nice like tribute at the beginning. And it's like, so it's like there's an unskippable like little cut scene of John being like lifted up on his player's shoulders and it says, thanks, coach, and stuff like that. So it's very, very sweet um, that they did that stuff. But nice. That that actually sounds like a really fun game to to play the. Uh, that specific Madden tribute. Uh, yeah, I, it, I don't it, want to play as Brett Favre, though, so I'm, I'm guessing AFC. he's the, AFC, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, uh, it's they finally are making changes, which is what everybody's been screaming for forever. The changes they aren't making are frustrating on the PC side. It's like, I guess, like people that play sports games don't play on PC. Like that's, I guess yeah. that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Um, and that apparently Madden and FIFA and stuff still sells consoles. Yeah. Um, uh, so don't let anybody tell you that they don't, because they definitely do. They definitely I also, do. I in 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 that trailer, they are doing that with a Twitch streamer that has one point like five million followers on Twitch, and all he streams is Madden. It's like that. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, I was like briefly loosely involved with a, a community that mostly was built around sports games um, a few years ago. And I quickly realized, because they wanted to be more inclusive to all gamers, but I quickly realized that they didn't know what that meant uh, because they themselves, the people running the organization, didn't know basically any games outside of uh, sports and right. like one time I was like, I'll just bring, you know, I'll throw him a soft one or, you know, throw, throw him a slow ball. And I was like, yeah, something, something Skyrim. That game's pretty cool. And 
nobody responded and I was like, okay, well, no big deal. And, uh, then somebody pops in and says, you know, what's that? And I was like, oh, well, it's this. And, uh, somebody pops in and somebody else jumps in and they're like, why are you talking about this here? Nobody even has heard of that game or something. And it was just like, I don't even know what that game is. Uh, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I don't yep. think I'm, I have nothing to say about Madden or NBA 2K. So, uh, I'll see you guys later. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I like, uh, out of hundreds of people, almost no one in that group owned a PC, uh, which yeah. like, wasn't that big of a surprise until I really saw the way everyone was talking about, like that group was even big into the console war stuff, which I hadn't seen in a while. Um, but I, because I, we have evolved beyond it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I just thought that was really fascinating because I hadn't fully, you know, dunked my head into a community like that to see what it was like because as someone who doesn't play sports games it's kind of uh kind of esoteric to me right but you're a thousand percent right um these games sell consoles but i wasn't expecting you to tell me that that was that the game was a last gen version well they did that they've done it two years in a row on pc now where you're like oh i'm excited to see like at least the graphical and like present presentation changes the sweat. And you go to pc and it's playstation 4 and you're like okay well that's not like one of the main things that they're like touting this year is like bodies and and equipment is different uh so like what would happen in like uh last gen and even sort of like the last year's playstation 5 version is a lot of like a offensive lineman and a running back might look really similar and they might have like giant shoulder pads which no one that's not a thing uh, you know what Unless I mean? Unless you're playing World of Warcraft, then uh... right, 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 exactly. Uh, and I, as soon as I booted it up on PC, everyone had giant fucking shoulder pads, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I realized that it's the last gen version, and like, yeah, it's just always in sports games, it's always going to be like incremental like steps to like change it, right? Because they want it to feel similar to the fans that have loved it for a long time but they want to like make iterations that keep it fresh. Um, yep. Madden has not done that in a while. And I feel like at least on the next gen versions of the game, they've done that uh, where it still feels like, Oh, like this isn't that much different. But when I was like trying to play earlier, I was like, Oh wow, this new passing system is something else. I'm is going to take a minute to sink in and like fully grasp and wrap my head around. And it's, um, yeah, just different different skill level. Well, Although, the... definitely guarantee if you if you don't check uh, highlight reel by next week, it's going to be just full of some amazing glitch videos. Goofy shit, yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. Because it's like pre-release too, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of weird shit and uh, really funny things happening. Um, I, I had a funny funny thing happen today where I a cornerback jumped up and tried to knock the ball down. And when he tried to knock the ball down, it like made the ball spin up in the air and the receiver just caught it wide open and just ran it over. Like, <laughs> well, that's not how that works at all. Is that's not up? how that's supposed to happen at all. Really? Some uh Adam Jank. Simulation <laughs> jank, yep. Um but yeah, it was it was pretty funny. So. Heck yeah. Okay. Uh well, I think that's all we've got. I uh Sab, did you talk about Rumbleverse at all? I haven't. Let's hear about that. And then uh I think that's a wrap. Yeah. So uh 
Chris had touched on it a little bit earlier, how it's that Fortnite looking ass. Melee based, uh, like brawling battle royale. Um, it reminds me a lot of actually Knockout City, just without dodgeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, there are items that you could throw in it. You could throw your weapons that you pick up. You could pick up like bats and here's a chair, an iron chair, you know. There are the chair. The stop signs and things. Like there are lots of things that you can do to, um, you know, better equip yourself for, for battle. But what's really neat about it is that it's got all these different body types and skin tones, which is something that I really appreciated in uh, Knockout City. Um, ironically, I am wearing a, a Knockout City shirt today. I haven't played it recently, but uh, they've got, you know, slender, like medium and brawny builds for both body types, which are masculine and feminine presenting. They have different hairstyles and everything that you can unlock. Um, there's like piercings and makeups and all these different costumes that you can wear. So um, it's just another game that you can really express yourself in, and that's something that I always appreciate in games like this. Uh, just because, you know, you can just be whatever you want. It's it's really nice to not be able to be beholden to, um, you know, conventions and stuff that games like this usually have to offer, um, especially in games like Fortnite, where you're locked to a model rather than, um, you know, being able to customize. Yeah. Uh, but they have, they have a lot of, you know, really diverse models in Fortnite now. <clears throat> but what i really enjoy about rumbleverse is that yeah it's like a like you know wrestly brawly battle royale but there's also like a layer of strategy to it in that you have different protein powders that you chug uh to build out your your stats so there's a green one which augments your health a yellow one which augments your stamina and a red one which augments your power and there are up to 10 different slots you level up within the game and then you unlock up to 10 different um, slots that you can dole these out in. And of course the battle royale element, you have to go around and find all your equipment, your weapons, your stat boosts and everything. Uh, your loadout also consists of uh, different kinds of moves. So there are, you know, pile drivers, there's the Izuna drop, which is known as like the flying lotus um, in the Naruto realm. Uh, there are different kinds of tackles and throws and kicks and everything that you can load out your characters, all available at different rarities. So um, you know, you'll have the green, which is the weakest, the blue, which is the next strongest, the purple, which is the strongest. And I remember them being in like the old tests, but there were golden versions of moves that I have not yet seen um, as of, you know, this broadcast. So I'm not sure if they patched those out, if they got rid of them or, you know, rehabilitated them somewhere else. Um, but there are lots of different ways that you can kit out your character. You know, the different, you can have like four power, four stamina, two health or any variation of those numbers or any other numbers within, you know, one to 10 of each item. You can go no health boost, you know? Um, and those do augment your regeneration rates at which you um, regenerate your stamina, etc. There are also different perks that you unlock just from fighting. So um, per- such perks include meditation. Um, so if you're standing still, you'll automatically regenerate health. Um, there's one that's called sadistic where you do, you regain health by doing damage. Um, there's one where I, I can't remember what it's called, but you get an increase, like a 20% increase in your power, like in your damage from your attacks after taking damage yourself. Um, those ones are randomized. I'm not sure if you can influence which ones appear by doing specific actions, but as far as I've seen, um, they're randomized. Mm-hmm. And you can always check out which what they do, like on the pause screen or whatever, when you're checking the mini-map and everything. Ha! Huh, so is that a out. joke? Because that character's wearing a cat suit? Oh, <laughs> I'm not even watching the trailer. <laughs> That's just uh, perfect timing. 
Uh, but no, there's there's a lot of different customization as far as appearance and loadout um, of your, your character that you can do. So uh, it's more than just picking up a gun and, and shooting, uh, you know, as as far as, you know, battle royales have tended to be. You're mostly um, bonking. It's mostly bonking or, or tackling, you know. Um, there is a ring that does shrink, as is the, the battle royale norm. Uh, but instead of taking damage from this ring, uh, there's a timer that counts down from 10. So in true, like, boxing, wrestling match fashion, if you reach zero, you're out, um, just automatically eliminated. Um, and it does re like rebuild over time. So if you spend time inside the ring, it does reset to it, like it gradually build out to its uh, its ten. And some people opt to go for strategies that keep people out of the ring rather than just outright knocking them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, there is a superstar mode that, when activated, slowly regenerates health, um, your stamina, and as well, and also gives you the super mega ultimate like move that you can do that does like a million damage. I mean, not that much, but basically it might as well. <laughs> um, it could be used as a last resort as well, because if you don't use it offensively um, and you keep onto that star gate, the star power gauge, uh, it responds you when you're down um, at like a, a third of health or something like that. So lots of different ways to approach your combat, um, how to approach your, your strategies and everything. In the new release, uh, like this newest release of it, uh, they added duo mode. Uh, before, you can always invite your friends, but they couldn't play with you. So that was huh. weird. Uh, but now they have duo modes, and um, you know you're able to resuscitate your 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 teammates that way. And it's only a second; it's so fast. Wow. It, yeah, it's not a lot of health, but you could just instantly it's, it's, back it's... in. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, it, like going with the wrestling theme, it's all about just getting up, like not necessarily, you know, being a full full health when you get back, but just not being on your back on the ground. Um, what an interesting concept. I would be interested to see that in action because I've really only watched this uh, trailer. Yeah, uh, if you're interested in Rumbleverse, you may also be interested in Journey Pro Wrestling out of Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a show August 26th at Lemonade Park. You should come out. It'll be a great time. Weekend at Journeys too. Yeah, go get them. <laughs> Chris is actually going to go get them. That's you gotta go get the them. I'm gonna. I'm coming. Like, I will throw you over my shoulder, carry you to the ring, drag you to the show. You will have a blast. You will have a blast. I I okay. wish uh, I was in Kansas. I'm the sound of this right now. So <laughs> I I wish I could go, uh, go check that out in person. Um, yeah, I I have more to say, but uh, I'll 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 save that for uh for later. I I just wrestling's a lot of fun and i like seeing the stuff you share chris about uh people experiencing their first wrestling shows you know being like wow i expected one thing and it was amazing yeah you know it was a totally different amazing thing yeah Um, oh yeah i shared the uh i shared what this uh great um great promoter in uh in colorado uh who i've become friends with uh he made a post he has he has this show called lucha libre laughs where it's professional wrestling and um, stand-up comedy merged together. So basically they'll like have a stand-up to open and then they'll do a bunch of wrestling and stand-up comedians do the commentary. Oh, that's um, fun. It's very fun. Kind of uh, made, showdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's very fun. And he made a post. He says, I truly love when people come to their first wrestling show expecting a freak show. It's not for them, they think. Then it clicks. They connect to it. They see themselves in the stars of the show, black, white, brown, gay, straight, trans, NB, etc. 
They connect. They boo and cheer their hearts out. They learn that wrestling is for them because wrestling is for everybody. It's like that is I mean, very. I haven't watched wrestling since like Doink was a thing. Like what? Yeah. When is Doink not a thing? Uh, he, he was a uh, clown <laughs> character like in the early, 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 early nineties. Yeah. Yeah, but Doink—that's that's the last guy. I mean, I've seen I've, I've seen like images of you know wrestlers because um obviously I have. <clears throat> Uh, you know, so I know who like Roman Reigns is, and I know who, um, you know, I know of course about Batista. Um, I actually knew about him as a wrestler before I knew about him as an actor. Um, you know, and I, I know some of the people. I know about the man, who is in fact a woman. You know, and of course I know about her because she's a ginger. <laughs> so like I, I keep I keep up, uh, just very sparsely. So I, I just haven't actually watched any wrestling since you know the 90s <laughs> well uh but yeah um rumble versus a lot of fun if you like wrestling at all if you like beating people up with like crazy over the top moves in a Fortnite looking ass game uh, try it out it's free uh the battle pass is not out yet that's one of my my drawbacks about the game is that there's not really motivation to play outside of just playing like it's crazy funness itself um there is like a leveling system but there's no in-game currency to earn there's no battle pass as of yet the only thing that you can use to buy skins in the shops are premium uh, premium money, which is called Brawla Bills, which I find hilarious. Brawla Bills? But they're coins. Oh. Why even? Yeah. yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. But the game is fun. It's the game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a very short burst of time, too. You're not spending like, you know, 30, 40 minutes per match like in Fortnite, because I think Fortnite has like 100 people, right, per lobby? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah. And then uh, Rumbleverse has like 40, just 40 people. So it's that's, nice. and that's a little short burst of fun um, if you're into it, which you should be because it, it, it's fine. <laughs> well, perfect. Uh, well, that's then going to do it for uh, the podcast section of the show. Uh, stick around because we're going to play. We're going to play a little bit of Shredder's Revenge, finish that up from the subathon, and then play um, Escape Academy. Got to make sure I get that right. Escape Academy. Uh, we're going to watch Vilos and Chris play that. Uh, but Vilos, can you tell everybody where they can find us online? Oh, well, if they want to find everything, they need to go to www.partyinvite.games. That is where we have the occasional blog, like my backlog uh, series that's going on right now. And uh, we have all of our links to our community. The Discord in particular is the place to be. And I did actually uh, edit up the, the buttons and stuff on the site, so it looks a little nicer. Heck yeah. Uh, Ooh. Did that secretly the other day. Fancy. Nice. Shiny. Party Invite Decom's 1.1A. And then we have some fun stuff. Uh, you're going to see some more daily posts uh, like we used to have on our socials, especially in our Facebook group and our Discord. Uh, we had a poll this week that was, uh, what is your, if you, if you have the choice of three weapons, do you choose a versatile weapon like a sword and shield? Do you uh, choose something fast like a dagger or a two-hander, you know, something slow? Um, and last I checked, versi versatile and and fast, fasty boys uh, were neck and neck. They've gone back and forth, but um, not, a, boys. not as much love for the two-handers, but honestly, not a surprise. Everybody likes a fast weapon. Um, mm -hmm. But go vote on that. I'm thinking about, I think next week we're going to, we're going to, do a poll on ranged weapons and after that Ooh. i think i'm gonna start pulling some stuff out so we'll end up having a whole bracket of like what is the community really like what is their go-to 
you know, like weapon or like what's your favorite, you know, here are three choices of a Pokemon type. Or uh, one I'll have later is like, do you prefer like stun and status effects? Do you prefer uh, an increase in direct damage or damage over time? You know, stuff like that. And we'll kind of build a picture of what the community prefers. As, this uh, is fun. I'm really Lodox. excited about the prospect of this. That's yeah, great. so uh, check our socials. Those will go up on Tuesdays um, for anybody who's curious. Um, but let's wrap this up. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We're going to take a short little break. We'll be back with the game, which, of course, you can find on our Twitch VOD or on YouTube. But we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Bye. Bye. Bye.